Welcome back to Palumbo and Katie on 1019-941 News Talk STL. Okay, what is this? This is different. Conquistador. Conquistador. I don't... It, uh, pro, wait. Procol Harum? Procol Harum? That's the person that made the song? Okay, I don't... You, you got me stumped. This is stumped. All right. So, Stel Pontic is Stel Baby from The Morning Show. Always provides us an opening song for Close's Cabinet. Uh, Marker, help help us. Help. Help, help Katie with that name, okay. too. <laughs> okay. The name of the band is Procol Harum. Procol okay. Harum. Okay. Guy named Gary Brooker that uh, passed away about a year ago. He was part of Ringo Starr's All-Star Band for a while. The song you remember from Procol Harum is A Wider Shade of Pale. Remember that song? Mm, I think so. No. Shade of Pale. You heard it. You oh. know, big song for them. And um, <laughs> Don't act like Harum. that was no. what... Don't act like now was, suddenly you know what it is. No, I was saying, oh... All he did was go, eh. Mark sang. <laughs> I was like, okay, Mark, go ahead. <laughs> I told it. Thank you. So that's who it is. Roll call him. Uh, and it's uh, Conquistador, and they're an amazing band. And there you go. All right. And we're off. It's Closest Cabinet, sponsored by Weber Chevrolet, which means that Skip Weber is here with us as well. Skip, how are you, my friend? Wow, for a second there, I thought that you had Gary Brooker on. I remembered he had passed away, but it sounded just like the wider shade of pale. Yeah, right. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? All right, funny man. Are you, uh, you know what? Let's just, hey, go ahead, Skip, go ahead. No, I'm going to say one tidbit. Procol Harum was the name of Gary Brooker's roommate's cat. That's where they got the name from. It does not mean something weird or, uh, you know, Eastern religion or anything like that. They, they, they random words that they they called the cat and they, they took it and named the band. That you just was broke, all random. You just broke Katie. <laughs> Harry's brother's cat was named Procol? Procol Harum. Procol Harum. Yeah. Perfect cat name. Yeah. What? I yeah. don't understand. My, my you never met a cat named Procol Harum? What does Procol you, you, you mean? You never heard of anything from the 60s before being a little bit out of the air. <laughs> right. What does Procol Harum mean? <laughs> Like, like some it's chemical. Name. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like some chemical influence on that uh, naming Poss- process. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Uh, hey, speaking of Marker singing, uh, perfect little segue there. And I heard the uh, I heard the commercial playing right before we started talking to you guys uh, about the show coming up on January twenty seventh. Uh, our band, Katie and I's band, uh, Tony Colombo and the North County Sound Machine, and Mark's band, Closest Quarters, playing a show January twenty seventh. At Westport Playhouse, our buddy Lenny Mink is also going to be opening the show for us that night, and I know that we uh, uh, both of us have some uh, some fun things, special guests, surprises, all of that uh, planned for the show, and uh, very much looking forward to it. And of course, uh, we couldn't do it without our great sponsor, Weber Chevrolet. So, um, yeah, tickets are on sale now at WestportPlay.com, the Westport Playhouse website. And uh, Marker, I'm excited about the uh, about the show coming up. I can't wait to. It's gonna be fun to be uh, working together um, on a, on a musical project. <clears throat> oh, it's, yeah, I'm I'm pumped, and I'll tell you, I'm really excited about the Westport Playhouse. I've seen some shows there. I go back, and I'm sure you do too. And Skip back to when it was in the round and the stage revolved around all that. Mm-hmm. Well, they've rearranged it. It's now down to about. 
230, I think, yep. uh, attendance-wise. So it's very intimate. Got a big old stage on it. It's going to be a great place for a show. Great place for a show. And Skip, you know, thanks obviously for your help with this show. But um, you know, we I know how important the local music scene in general is to you, and uh, all the support that you and Weber Chevrolet have given to uh, so many local musicians and, and shows. Uh, the support is just incredible. So um, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, yeah, have a good. Party I mean, we got a great we got a great scene here, and uh, you know. Music is harder and harder to uh, to make a living doing, you know, mm-hmm. and it's tough. You can only raise prices so much, and uh, to to sponsor shows or sponsor bands, um, I think is a is a worthy cause. It, it, it helps us all. You know, have better lives, in my opinion. I couldn't agree more. And I, th- you know, like uh, the pandemic was a perfect example of that. It's people, I think, didn't realize what they didn't have, uh, you know, until it was gone, or what they had until it was gone. And um, it does. It, it it is. It's it's good for the soul to have uh, to have live music. I do. Amen. I do need to ask Mark. Uh, do you have any pro call harem on your set list? Because if so, we'll have to take it off of ours. Well, I might, uh, since I sang part of Conquistador, mm-hmm. that's kind of like a little preview <laughs> of what people can expect. No, man, they don't even they don't even give me a microphone. They're smart enough to start <laughs> four-part harmonies, and I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's probably a really good idea. Really good idea. All right. So uh, I wanted to dive in here. Hey, I wanted to say, ahead, yeah, I wanted to say I sing a mean, whiter shade of pale at karaoke. Oh, oh well, hey. Oh. Well. Uh, so we yeah. got a star Look, us. we're gonna get we're gonna get some pro call harem on this okay. uh, as part of this show I one way or another. It. I like it. <laughs> uh, you know, we uh, this time of year is a uh, perfect time for everybody's making their predictions and resolutions. Mm-hmm. And somebody uh, uncovered this has gone kind of viral here. Um, uh, predictions that were made in 1924. A list of predictions. Uh, from 1924 about what the world would look like in a hundred years and we're here now Mm -hmm. so let's see how the folks of 1924 did in predicting the future prediction number one human beings would no longer have teeth that's (laughs) stupid we need the teeth to chomp a national Wait a minute, you mean all human beings? Yes, a nationally syndicated advice columnist thought America's eating habits would drastically change over the over the next hundred years, and that would have many effects, including on our looks, saying, quote, will we have any teeth at all? Will there be any color to our face except paint? No. Will the men have any height to speak of or will they be all girth so i guess he i guess <laughs> they thought that we were heading down a destructive what's that movie where everybody's fat, like fat and on computers living off of avatars is that like wally or something like oh, what is that um i guess that's what this yeah. guy i guess that's what this guy that thought is wally. that we were going to be so unhealthy that our that uh, that our teeth With were no teeth? F- fall out of our head what are we gonna do here here's another one skip Horses will go extinct. <laughs> I can tell you that's not true. <laughs> a professor at USC predicted horses, horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. He said, uh, quote, in another hundred years, 
you may only be able to find horses in zoos. Can I? Uh, okay. Huh? That is crazy. actually, hey, that's right? crazy. But I do have to say, my friend and I just had this discussion about horses. Okay. Two years ago. And that did not just then. I, okay, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> two years ago, we had a discussion about horses, people. And we did say horses were meant for something very justifiable back in the early 1900s, 1800s. Mm-hmm. They had a very big purpose. Mm-hmm. But now is... Are the horses? What is the purpose? Just to have them? Well, to just because them? they don't have, they don't serve humanity like no. they did, then does not mean that they're just going to fall over dead. I get it, but I mean, who's going to pull the Budweiser beer wagon? Yeah, right. Who's oh, going to wow. race in the Kentucky well, what's Derby? What's the purpose of a horse yeah. now? <laughs> I guess well, back in the day, back in the day, sport. everybody had a horse, and only the rich people had cars. Now, everybody has a car, and only rich people have horses. Ah, well That's true. Mark said that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Recreation. That's true. Well said. Yep. And everybody has a car, thanks to Weber Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. Relocation. There you go. See, I did that, Marker. We'll take horses in this trade, too, if you'd like. Skip Weber's making horses obsolete. Nice job, Skip. Yeah. Thanks, Skip. Uh, Hey, look. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) I love horses. Don't don't be don't be saying I'm a anti horse guy. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you be putting words in my mouth, uh, Mark? Right. Mark, can you? I, I I can't believe Katie can remember a conversation about horses from two years ago. I can't remember any conversation I had. It was an intense conversation. I must have really stood out. It did. It just stick with you all this time. My friend was saying that horses are stinky and she doesn't understand why they need to be here anymore. They are stinky. And I was an advocate for the Can't they just live their life in the wild? They don't have to be. Right? You don't have to. No. That's fine. But there's people out west that still use horses. They do do stuff on horses that that you can't use. I guess, yeah. Like cattle. Has anybody ever been? Yeah, there's lots of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You watch Yellowstone. Half those jobs. Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone are on horses yeah. all the time. Yeah. Anybody been to Mackinac Island? <laughs> I have. There you I go. have. No horses only. <laughs> That's no true. cars. Yeah. Only horses. Uh, horses would go extinct. Uh, here's another one. Seventy. Mark, this is good. Mark, uh, Mark will uh, you like this? Seventy-five will seem young. Ooh. Prediction life expectancy would be at least 100 years old and that Ooh. humans will still feel fairly young at the age of 75. How'd that one hold up, Marker? You would know. You passed 75 Thank a little you. while back. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> uh, they're way off. The average, I don't know if you know it, the average uh, lifespan of a man in the United States, what do you think it is? Uh, I, I do know that it has gone down for the first time, first time like ever. First time in a couple hundred years. Let's say the pandemic went down. Is it uh, in the late? Is it like seventy eight or seventy nine? Late seventies. Seventy three. Wow. wow, man! Wow. I'm, I'm burning daylight here, people. Like <laughs> I said, I don't even buy green bananas. Moving <laughs> fast on me, so it's rough. Maybe that guy who said all our teeth were going to fall out were onto some was onto something. Maybe he's just a maybe well, he's just a little behind. You know, you get to be 80, 90, and your teeth do start falling out usually. So there you go. Like green so. bananas. Uh, oh, here's a good one, Skip. Cities will be totally rebuilt around the automobile. Oh. The 1920s were when cars really started taking off. In 1924, a Swedish architect wrote, quote, 
in the city of 100 years from now, there will be three deck roads, speedways through the heart of town and skyscrapers with entrances and exits for automobiles as high as 15 stories. I kind of that sounds pretty cool. We didn't get there, but that sounds until, pretty cool. Until he got to the fifteen stories, he's right. Sure, I mean, city architects yeah. and city planners. You look at how the the newer cities in the south, like Phoenix and Dallas, and all that. It's all built around where the highways circling the city and bisecting the city. And uh, you know, that's he's kind of right until he's talked about fifteen stories of of car, you know, carports. Then I got one more here. This isn't a. I'm switching articles here because it, it, it talking about this reminded me of this one, and this is a a stat that I was disappointed by because I thought this was going away. Uh, starting the year 2024, one in five employers in the United States say that they have seen a Gen Zer bring a parent to a job interview. I thought that that was, I thought that was going away though, Katie. No, no, I think that. Oh my God, that puts a pit in my stomach. I can't even fathom that. That is so embarrassing, Margaret. I know Beaner's not uh, Gen Zer, but what if she said, "Dad, will you come to this job interview that is with so me?" So embarrassing. I mean, what, um, what would you say? I know I failed her. If I did, yeah, there's. It's well, you know, and they're teaching classes now about how to do interviews where. Don't be on your phone. Yeah. Look the person in the you know in the eyes and answer questions. And I don't know, man. It's it's a little it's a little scary actually. And, and the majority of them, Skip, are college graduate. Like they're for like big, important jobs that you have. You know, like a responsibility think, at. Can and I it, ask you guys? Yeah. Do you think the pandemic had to do with this? Because the Gen Zers uh, really did have a big. I think. Guys, yeah, good, I yeah. think there's no question that it did. Yeah. I think the pandemic think had no a big role to play the, the, in anxiety, social interaction. Yeah. I it, think we and, were babying and kids even about before all, that. They though. talk about all the time the human brain is not fully mature till the mid-20s, the upper 20s, low 20s, whatever those numbers might be. And to isolate somebody and put them into sometimes places, some cities, where you you really couldn't even come out of your of your of your you know, dwelling, um, and to do that for these people that are fresh out of college or about ready to be out of college or whatever, I think it set work ethics back, not on everybody, but a lot of people. And I'm, I'm being sympathetic. I'm not criticizing that generation because I've seen a little bit of it. And it's just, uh, it's, it's a psychological thing. And I, I, I I feel bad for them. But but Skip, as somebody who would, you know, who does run a company and, and, you know, hires people, in positions that require decision making and responsibility like if you're going to hire somebody that you need to know uh you know can make a, a decision on the fly can make a call to have those responsibilities if they can't even do a job interview by themselves i mean what does that say there's yeah. how, how do you trust them with with uh well, you know, your company i'll be honest with you we we have a pretty i i, I think that would that would put you down a notch but it wouldn't eliminate you because we do have a lot of coaching and training that we do for people. And um, even the most experienced salespeople, they have to have a, a certain amount of approval and um, you know, things that we, that we do 
uh, to keep it all as one team. You know, it's not the generic, all right, let me talk to the manager, quote unquote. Yeah. But it's, it's some level of that because we keep it on the same team. That way it, we find that it's, it's the best customer service to keep the, it, it keeps the employee on the customer side if they don't have full autonomy. Yeah. Yep. You know, otherwise they'll say, well, I'm going to make more money on this guy and boom. And, you know, so that they, if they don't have the full autonomy, then, then it, it's a more, pl- it ends up more pleasant for the customer. So there's enough of a leash there and enough of a, of a unit as opposed to being on your own. And then we do train that and give them, you know, scripts and, and, uh, uh word tracks to say mm-hmm. uh, phones and in emails and stuff. So it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't disqualify you from being consideration now, but, but if there's a couple people and we need one couple people hiring and we need one person and everybody's equally impressive, but one of them had to bring their parents, then that right. might be, uh, you know, a breaker there. Yeah. Don't, don't bring on Mark as your uh, hiring professional. If you want to keep that uh, policy in place, uh, boys, almost out of time here. Marker, as we mentioned, got the show coming up January 27th, Saturday, the 27th at Westport playoffs with uh, our band, your band, skip will be there. That's going to be a blast. Anything else going on with your band or anything at KC 95 that we need to let the folks know about. Well, we got, we got another gig coming up uh, early, but the one at the Westport, again, we've, we've mentioned it, want to stress it. It's a $15 ticket. 100% of that money yes. goes to the Thrive organization. The Thrive There's St. Louis. I'm glad you're yes. money out of it. Thanks to our sponsors, yes. uh, Weber and Gutter Pro for doing that. But mm-hmm. that means all that money, every dime you give us, goes right to them and that's a good deal yeah that is that's such a great point 100% of the proceeds for the show on the 27th goes to Thrive St. Louis again tickets on sale now at westportplay.com and uh, Skip the latest happening at the dealerships well we've started the year pretty uh, pretty fun pretty pretty strong and I think it's going to be a really good year. Chevrolet's got a lot of good products on the horizon that are coming out this year. New Traverse, New Equinox, a couple new EVs. And, you know, we're going to have a better selection than we've had since before the pandemic. And that's that's exciting, too. You know, it's easier to say, hey, we got what you need. And, uh, you know, check us out on the website and you'll see our prices are pretty much pre-pandemic level. And, and um, you know, that things are going well. And uh, just an FYI, I may or may not be in an active conversation with Brent Perron at the Creve Core store about a new truck. So um, if you know somebody out there at Creve Core, put in a good word for me, Skip, please. You got it. I'll try to. I'll try to. <laughs> try to say some nice things about you <laughs> thank you skip weber and mark close thank you guys so much uh we'll talk to you soon and uh hopefully see everybody january 27th out of westport playoffs for a really fun show for a great cause thanks guys talk to you soon thanks guys thank you all right and we have another great friend in the building that is going to join us sean long from stl fenceworks is here and he will join us live next on colombo and katie on 1019 and 94 news talk stl for podcasts articles and more find us on newstalkstl.com Welcome back to Colombo and Katie on 1019 941 News Talk STL. 
Great stuff there with Mark Close and Skip Weber. Again, don't forget about the show coming up Saturday, January 27th at Westport Playhouse. Katie and I's band, Mark's band, Lenny Mank, and a bunch of... Uh, bunch of our musical friends and some surprises. It's just going to be a great party uh, out there at Westport Playhouse. Tickets on sale now at the Westport Playhouse website and proceeds, all proceeds uh, from the show, from ticket sales, go to Thrive St. Louis. And big thank you to Weber Chevrolet and uh, the folks at Gutter Pros for sponsoring that fun, fun event. All right. As I mentioned, joining us now uh, in the studio, if you're watching on the cameras, We've got company over. Our buddy Sean Long from STL Fenceworks is here. Great to see you, buddy. How are you? Good to see you, Tony. So, um, I think last time we talked to you... Don't forget about the most important person in the room. Uh, I think last time we talked to you, it was kind of crazy time as far as your um, uh, the fence folks, the the deck teams. We just had our deck built and finished... From STL Fence Works at, at our house uh, a few weeks ago, and it's we it's beautiful. We love it. It's like a we got back uh, a deck, which was our what we missed the most from our from our old house. Uh, right now, with the weather and the dead of winter here, is uh, is it a little bit of a lull? Is this a good time to kind of get on the calendar, or is it kind of busy all year long for you guys? You know, we we never stop. I mean, we 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 always have work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the backlog, yeah. I mean, if, if it's on your radar, if a deck or a fence is on the radar, um, this is the time to get going on it. Uh, we're probably running, I don't know, our next deck starts probably sometime in March, probably, or you know, maybe even early April. So we're still getting, you know, kind of spring prior mm-hmm. to summer. Fences right now, I mean, we, we've been able to hire finally great uh so we we've brought on some more teamwork or uh team members yeah and you know that basically cut our backlog down a little bit so we're three four weeks on a fence right now that's great to hear that you were able that that because that has been a continuing struggle yes in the trades and i mean across the board um i mean you know our our printing company my family's printing companies had uh that trouble too is it getting a little bit better or is it still a struggle it it is getting better um you know uh I, I know we're on a conservative talk, so I guess it doesn't hurt to talk a little bit of politics. But uh, you do whatever you want. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, one one man's misfortune is another man's fortune. I, I, I think the economy and you know what our fearless leader has mm-hmm. done to the country yeah. mm-hmm. um, is finally kinding. You know, it's starting to manifest. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of layoffs last month, going into January first. And that's basically what I've seen. I mean, yeah. we, we did all of our hiring in the last couple of weeks, and it was ton of guys and, and gals that uh, you know have been laid off, and you know they're finally in a position where they cannot afford not to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think kind of to add on to that point, uh, also there's less people uh, being paid to not work, yeah. correct? Which was you know a, uh, a leftover from the pandemic and some other policies that were in place. In recent years, correct. Yeah, that uh, as my brother likes to say, the uh, 
the uh, gravy train with biscuit wheels has finally <laughs> yeah. fallen off the tracks. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I, again, I wanted to uh, I just say uh, uh, thank you for uh, our deck. I've mentioned before, the, the deck that we had built five or six years ago at our old house was the centerpiece of any time that we had, you know, people over for a birthday, kid's birthday party, or, you know, even just barbecuing, you know, the you know the four or five of us at, at, at home, you know, the deck was the place to be. And uh, the, the deck at our new house was in bad shape, beat up, falling apart, and to have a maintenance-free, beautiful deck back at at the house has been has been amazing. Well, I mean, it was our pleasure, and obviously, you know, uh, a lot of gratitude on this end for giving us a second opportunity to work for you. <laughs> um, hated that again? it kind of came under those circumstances. I mean, you were. <laughs> The, your your description is correct. I mean, oh. that, that was kind of a rock and hard place. It, it, it needed was to be bad. done, or uh, it was bad. Yeah, there there could have been. And a it's the, and it's the only way from the house into the backyard. Yes. Yeah. It's the, there's Golly. no other door. So it's like, otherwise, you got to go outside and go around. Yeah, the only way is to get is to go out on the deck yeah. and go down the steps. So yeah. But don't, your... don't cut yourself short though. You you did a fix on there you, at that landing. <laughs> I mean, you had. You had something worked out. There, I did so. go buy a board. There you <laughs> go, Tony. Hammer it over the hole. It, hey, oh, and it you listen. Safety first, baby. And it looked great. Yes. Christine just really thought that oh, that, yeah. that looked that, that looked gem. Uh, that looked wonderful. Uh for people that uh may want to be taking advantage of your services, whether it be the fences or the the decks, what are all the best places to get a hold of STL fence work? Uh you know, <clears throat> website will you know, you can visit the website, peruse, um, you can see our work, and it gives you an easy opportunity to set up an appointment. So that's stlfenceworks.com. Yeah. Of course, we're on Facebook also. Um, you know, and you can reach us at, at you know, some people still call. You yeah. know, so, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that, that number is 636-791-2160. Yeah. And I, I would tell folks, you know, the website is probably the absolute yeah. best and most direct whether it be fences or decks i think that like me personally the maintenance free the type of decking and fencing that you guys do uh, i'll never go back i'm never going to restore another deck i'm never going to stain another deck i'm never going to put myself through that no sense in it process Mm -hmm. so uh yeah definitely check out stl fence works for all of those things and uh sean long from stl fence works thanks so much for uh being here today great to see you buddy Thanks. And Thanks, thank, Sean. Yeah, thank you both for having me in, and hope you all have a great rest of your day. Yeah, yeah. back at you. We'll have to get you back in. Happy uh, New very, Year. Very soon. Same to you. All right, that's going to do it for Colombo and Katie this afternoon. Don't forget, tonight is the debate between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley in Iowa at Drake University there in Des Moines. The Iowa caucus is on Monday, and uh, we'll be bringing you that debate live here on News Talk SDL starting at 8 o'clock. That's from 8 to 10 tonight, so make sure you are tuning in for that. And Colombo and Katie, we will be back tomorrow at 2. In the meantime, keep it here for the O'Reilly Report next, followed by the Tim Jones and Chris Arps Show at 4 and Larry Connors USA at 6. Thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us here at 1019 and 941 News Talk STL. Black hole sun, won't you-